you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi there. Welcome back to the Her Portion Podcast. This is Crystal here. And after Courtney shared her idea for this month's theme, I was in the middle of working on a chapter in the new Bible study, Arise, Go, that just came out at the end of July. And all I could think about was this portion of scripture. And what I'm talking about is Joshua chapter 22. And if you're not familiar with that, that is when the Eastern tribes, the two and a half tribes, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh had built an altar on the other side of Jordan. And it caused a big to do, a big misunderstanding. And so as I was studying this for the Bible study, and wanting to present it, there are a lot of opinions on this, a lot. And I have to say, even within my own household, we have different opinions. The one thing that we can be sure of is that these tribes, um, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, they they were settled within the boundaries that God had given Abraham back in Genesis 15. So I cannot say that they were in the wrong place or that they were in sin by settling where they settled. And so what I'm talking about, of course, is what happens over in Numbers chapter 32. So we're going to take a look there because this is when they come to Moses and they ask if they can be given that possession. So it says in verse one, now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad had a very great multitude of cattle. And when they saw the land of Jazer and the land of Gilead, that behold, the place was a place for cattle. The children of Gad and the children of Reuben came and spake unto Moses and to Eleazar the the priest and unto the princes of the congregation saying, and if you go down, they say, if we have found grace in thy sight, verse five, let this land be given unto thy servants for a possession and bring us not over Jordan. In verse 6, And Moses said unto the children of Gad and to the children of Reuben, Shall your brethren go to war, and shall ye sit here? And wherefore discourage ye the heart of the children of Israel from going over into the land which the Lord hath given them? So he's, he's concerned because... Obviously, they were supposed to go into the promised land a long time ago, and then people had discouraged them. So if we see there, um, drop down with me to verse 16. And they came near unto him and said, We will build sheepfolds here for our cattle and cities for our little ones, but we ourselves will go ready armed before the children of Israel. So they promised to go over and fight, with their brethren, which they did do. We find that in Joshua 22. Um, So Moses grants them permission in verse 20. He says, if you will do this thing, if you will go armed before the Lord to war and will go all of you armed over Jordan before the Lord until he hath driven out his enemies from before him and the land be subdued before the Lord, then afterward you shall return and be guiltless before the Lord and before Israel. And this land shall be your possession before the Lord. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord and be sure your sin will find you out. So I think we can see from this passage that they weren't in 
sin necessarily just for being there, just for settling there. But what I found as I studied and what I wondered is, was it God's best for them? Did they choose what was best? Because we've all been given a free will and we can make choices in our life, um, many choices that that are not sinful, okay? Um, but there may be a better choice or God may have something better if we will wait. And so that is where I kind of took some lessons from these Eastern tribes. And that's what I want to share with you today, because I do believe that sometimes we get ahead of God or we, you could say, walk by sight and not by faith and wait for his best. And we make choices that maybe are not the best for us. And it could be something like when you are looking for a job, there could be several options. None of them are sinful, but what is God's best for you? Um, Is there something better that he's wanting you to be patient for? I know I could say that about our house hunting that we did. Um, Many of you know we just moved into this house a little over a year ago. And on our house hunt, there were some along the way that I can definitely say we would have been settling compared to where God eventually gave us this house and it was very apparent that this was to be our home. So with that in mind, let's go back to Joshua chapter 22. So in Joshua 22, we find that these tribes decided to build an altar and it caused a misunderstanding that really was almost led to, it almost led to civil war between the Western tribes and the Eastern tribes because they had decided to build this altar. Now, it was a great altar. You can read that um, in verse 10. It was a great altar to see too, so everybody could see it. Um, And it says in verse 12, And when the children of Israel heard of it, the whole congregation of the children of Israel gathered themselves together at Shiloh to go up to war against them. They were concerned that they were building this altar because they had turned from the Lord and they weren't going to be obedient to God's commands. Of course, God had commanded that all of the men gather in Shiloh three times a year to worship at the time. That was that was his instructions. So there was a place already designed for them to worship. I will also say there were already memorials set up to um, that the tribes were to use to talk about what God had done for them. But what we see here is the Western tribes are concerned. In verse 16, it says, What trespass is this that ye have committed against the God of Israel to turn away this day from following the Lord, and that ye have builded you an altar, that ye might rebel this day against the Lord? So they were very concerned that they were turning from the Lord. And then if you read in verse 19, this is what I found interesting. It says, Notwithstanding, if the land of your possession be unclean, then pass ye over unto the land of the possession of the Lord, wherein the Lord's tabernacle dwelleth. I'm going to repeat that. Wherein the Lord's tabernacle dwelleth and take possession among us. Take possession among us. 
and rebel not against the Lord, nor rebel against us in building you an altar beside the altar of the Lord our God. So the Eastern tribes give an answer, which they say they built that so that they could remind their children it was supposed to be a memorial. Um, The answer pacifies the Western tribes. The crisis is averted. But interestingly enough, um, John Davis says this, it seemed to be a well-meaning act. However, it was the first of many by various tribes to fragment the unity of Israel. And so what we find here is that if the Eastern tribes, let's say that if they had crossed over the Jordan for their possession, would that have been better? Um, Again, remember, I said they were not in sin by being where they were at, but would it have been better for them to be with the nation of Israel? Would it have been better for them to be closer to the place where the Lord's tabernacle dwelt? So a few things that I think we could learn from them. Um, One is walk by faith, not by sight. Because the eastern tribes, they focused on what they could see, the land that was good for cattle, rather than having faith in what awaited them across the Jordan. Maybe there was something even better. I don't know. (laughs) But I think we need to be careful that we don't get so caught up in what this world has to offer that we choose to follow after those things instead of focusing on the things of the Lord. The second thing here is that distance leads to destruction. So the distance that they had created between the other tribes and the place where the Lord dwelt definitely made the way for the misunderstanding that took place. In our lives, we can say distance leads to destruction in that if we put distance between ourselves and the Lord, his house, and his people, we become easy targets for Satan to carry out his plans to destroy us. We must walk closely with the Lord, be present, active, and involved in our local churches. And then finally, don't settle for anything less than God's best. The Lord wants us to live a victorious Christian life. He wants us to experience his exceeding great and precious promises, and he wants us to walk in victory over our own flesh, sin, and the enemy, and we must not settle for anything less than that. And then as we're making those decisions in life, those decisions I talked about earlier, where we're presented with choices, let's be careful that we don't get in a hurry and run ahead of God. Let's be patient. Let's wait for his wisdom. Let's wait for his understanding, because what he has planned for us is always better than anything we could come up with on our own. So let's wait for God's best. Let's choose God's best for our lives. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.